today on Divorce Court. I'm here because I've been married to Cedric for 12 years, and he doesn't understand that I need help because I'm legally blind. My wife's disability has been causing me frustration because I've been wanting to do what I want to do, and I should have been putting her first. When Cedric cheats, it makes me feel like less of a woman. I thought she was going to leave me, and I ended up cheating with a girl that was showing me more attention at the time. I want the judge to tell Cedric to be more emotional and mentally prepared to deal with me. I want the judge to tell Courtney that I do have the potential to change. I would love to spend the rest of my life with Cedric if he can be more emotional and compassionate. Divorce court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Lynn Toller presiding. Good day, ladies and gentlemen. I'm here today with Courtney Phelps and Cedric Phelps. Mr. and Mrs. Phelps, you have been married for 11 years and have two children between you. Mrs. Phelps, I understand that you have some health issues that have impacted you and your marriage greatly. So why don't you tell me a little bit about that, your marriage, and why you've brought Mr. Phelps here today? Yes, Your Honor. I brought Mr. Phelps here today is because we've been married for a while now, and I feel like that I have a disease called sarcoidosis uveitis, and Cedric is not, um, like, emotional and mentally there for me um, with my disability I have. I'm legally blind, and um, I had 16 surgeries, and the last four, he hasn't been there for me. Um, he, he didn't come to the hospital? No, ma'am, he didn't even acknowledge that I was having um, the surgeries on that day, and I remind him, like, a weeks ahead, and he doesn't show up. He didn't show up for the last four. It hurt me bad. I needed him there for me. Um, Let me talk to Mr. Phelps for a second. Mr. Phelps, is that accurate, first of all? It's pretty much, it's pretty much accurate. I was uh, doing a lot of studying, and I uh, found out that it wasn't going to work out uh, the hospitals. You've done a lot of studying and you found out what wasn't going to work out. The hospitals weren't going to fix it. They, they can't fix it. it. You have to fix it yourself. And she wasn't listening at the time and I just didn't want to be in there watching. So you, 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 you Googled her problem and decided that the physicians who had gone through college and medical school and internship and residency and specialization and board certification, you knew more than they did. Yeah, I feel like I did. Really? How, long, how much Googling did you do? <laughs> did a lot. You did a lot? I'm not ashamed to Google. I didn't yeah, yeah, research. Yeah. But they study for years. They get paid to, to treat you, not cure you. Okay, so you think that they were just trying to treat her and not cure her? Because that's the reason why her eyes got bad. That when, and when she first started going, she could see a lot mm -hmm. of things. But as she kept going, she it, it, it never got right. What, now, Ms. Phelps... Do you believe that they did accelerate the loss of your eyesight, do, or do you think that it was simply the course of the disease? I feel like it was um, simply the disease. I mean, when I did go through my surgeries and stuff, I mean, I, it's, it's a healing process that surgery needs to understand that I have to go through when I go through surgery. So, I mean, during the healing process, that's probably why he feel like, you're going through the surgery, so, okay, you still see, bam. But... It's a process you have to go through. Have the 16 surgeries helped? No, ma'am. The disease I have, it attacks all organs. Right. And it mainly attacked my eyes. I mean, it helped me keep certain um, inflammations down I got in you. my body. So it, it, I feel like it did help me, though. You say he hadn't showed up and support you. 
the, the hospital thing was just one example. Can you yeah. give me other examples? Okay, one example. I was um, rushing to get dressed for a doctor's appointment I had, and um, I needed to find my toothbrush that was moved in the bathroom. And I asked Cedric to come in and help me, and all he did was stood at the door, tell me, oh, okay, it's over there on the left-hand corner, and didn't come back in, left. Left me in there to feel all around, knocking everything down. And it's just, I feel like he's not there for my emotions when I'm, like, down and I'm crying about my disability. He doesn't comfort me. Mr. Phelps, are you there for her emotionally? She's emotional. And I'm not, I'm, re I'm not reactive like that. I try to uh, get her to remember. Like, she don't even want to learn the Braille system. She's, uh, don't believe in being too organized, so I'm trying to want her to be organized. Half of it is not because she can't see, it's because she's just not an organized person. And having that disability, she needs to be more... So I think, I, I think what you're saying is she, she needs to be more proactive. Yes, she, yeah. yes, she has lost her sight, mm -hmm. but she needs to do more things to allow her to function normally, like to learn Braille. If I'm gone, if anything other... happens to me... What, what is she going to do? Yeah. The, I'm going to ask about that, but then I'm going to ask about the emotional support. Ms. Ms. Phelps, he says you don't do enough to make your circumstances as good as they could be despite what's going on. What is your response to that? Um, I feel like that's untrue. Um, I does a lot on my own. I wasn't all the way legally blind my whole life. And I feel like that um, if I am doing it on my own, I mean, I can re go off of my memory. And I, I does things going off of my memory. I just need a little help for us, like, a little support. Do you understand what she's asking for that you're not giving her? That's the part I want, I, I think I want yes, to say. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. What is she asking for that you're not giving her? She's going through a hard time, and she wants me to be more understanding. And I right. need to give her more understanding, and I wasn't doing that. I admit that. But you I was, haven't been I was compassionate and caring. I care, and I, yeah, but just not the way she wanted. I wanted, you know... Being compassionate to someone in a way that that doesn't make them feel better is not compassion. Do you see what I'm saying? Compassion is I'll do what she needs in order to feel better and support her. Even if it's not what you would need in that circumstance, you got to figure out what she needs. See what I, I'm saying? Like, it's, like, it's like this. You know, she want to take the doctor's medicines, but the same thing, the vitamins and the, 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 the things that they put in the medicines take out the drugs, she could just be using that, you know? That very well may be true, but that's not what I'm talking okay. about medical right. treatment. I'm talking about being a man who's at home loving a woman who's having a hard time. Do you care for her? Do you talk to her? Do you hold her? Do you listen to her? That's the part that's brought her here. Do you see that part? Mm-hmm. I, I, this is something that I don't know a great deal about, and I always like to learn new things, and I think maybe you could learn a new thing or two. So I have here Marsha Farrow, the president of the Georgia Council of the Blind, and she's going to help me understand more about her challenges and also help you explain more about what you can do to help your wife. I think we should have Mr. Phelps put some on, don't mm -hmm. you? Kind of see how that's how your wife sees the world? It's difficult, isn't it? Just blurred. Just blurred. You're in a fog. You really can't see anything. You didn't leave those glasses on very long, Mr. Phelps. Was it disconcerting for you? I 
been talking to Mr. and Mrs. Phelps about the challenges and coping mechanisms of, of, of having someone who has the disability of being blind, so I thought I'd go to an expert, Ms. Marsha Farrell, president of the Georgia Council of the Blind, and I'd like her to come forward, please. Nick, if you could bring her to the witness stand. Ms. Farrell, this is Judge Toller. Thank you so much for coming. Thank I appreciate you. your presence here and your expertise. You've heard what we've been talking about with Mr. and Mrs. Phelps. Can you enlighten us at all about some of the things you know about the challenges and the coping mechanisms that may help them in their marriage and issues? Uh, I'd just like to share that I am visually impaired. I have retinitis pigmentosa, which is in some ways very similar to what Courtney has. First of all, uh, I would just like to offer up these glasses uh, okay. for you, Judge, just all to right. get an idea of what it is like a little bit to have your vision distorted. Distorted and, yeah. and impaired. Now, what's on these glasses that does that for me? Uh, that would be some Vaseline. Vaseline, good for everything. Mm-hmm, that's right. <laughs> wow. But, yeah. Wow. How, how is that for you, Judge? It's, um, it makes me feel separated from the world, mm -hmm. and it makes all of the world blend together. So there's no fine definitions and there's not a lot of, of you know, all of these people are a streak of color. Mm -hmm. And if I didn't know they were people already, I might not figure that out. Mm -hmm. It's, uh, it's, uh, it, it, it's halting. It, 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 it makes me feel disengaged, I think, is the word I'm looking for. I think, I think we should have Mr. Phelps put some on, don't mm -hmm, you? Mm -hmm, Let's have Mr. So. Phelps yes. put some on. Yeah. <laughs> you kind of see how that's how your wife sees the world? It's difficult, isn't it? Mm -mm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty, I, just blurred. Just blurred? You're, you're, yeah. You're, yeah. You're in a fog. You really can't see anything. Uh, Ms. Merrill, is there anything that you would like to tell uh, Mr. Phelps about the things and he can do and the ways he can help his wife cope yes. or anything you would tell Mrs. Phelps to help her cope? It's so important to have a support group, uh, others that understand what it's like to be visually impaired and... Uh, you know, Cedric, you need a support group of men or women who also understand how it feels to be married to a person who's visually impaired. There's nothing wrong with that. Thank you so much, Ms. Barrow. I never would have uh, had that information without you, and I appreciate you coming, and I appreciate you enlightening both me and the Phelps very much. Yeah. I'm going to have Nick uh, escort you back to the seat. Yeah. You didn't leave those glasses on very long, Mr. Phelps. Was it disconcerting for you? It was hurting. It was crazy. I, I was, mm -hmm. I tried to leave it on, but I, I, you know, that's crazy. She deals with that crazy every day. Mm -hmm. And she can't take them off. That's right. Uh, Mrs. Phelps, when he was wearing those glasses, you started to cry. What? What made you so upset? Because it's, it's like, I wanted him to understand what I go through. And, like, I mean, I understand that he wanted me to be more, you know, 
independent, and that's what I was trying to show him by... I want to be more independent, but I just need his help. And by him knowing exactly how, how I feel to not have that vision, I wanted him to be put in my shoes for a second, and he finally got put there. And, and this, that was just like a rejoice moment for me, because it's like he didn't understand. Mr. Phelps, anything you want to do right now and urge from your heart, Ooh, from your soul, wife right go now. do it! Oh, yeah. Go do it! <laughs> Good shot, baby. OK? I'm sorry. I didn't, I'm sorry. I didn't know. I, didn't, I mean, I knew it was blurry. Uh -huh. I knew how, that it was hard. I, I thought it was dark. I didn't know. I don't know how I feel to be blind, yeah. you know? But that's why we brought Miss Farrell here, and, and you've learned. We're going to take that for what it is, and we're going to leave that with you, and I appreciate you admitting that you didn't understand and, un and letting us know now you have a better con concept of that. Now I'm going to leave, stop appreciating you for a minute, <laughs> and then we're going to talk about why you've been cheating on her. I called him, called him, and he, I fell asleep at my family member's house, and I'd be back home. And as soon as he got there, I said, uh-uh, you stay at night with some girl, because he wasn't smelling like home. Would you want your partner to be dependent on you if they became disabled? Tell us what you think at Divorce Court. Mrs. Phelps, did you find out that he was cheating on you at some point? Um, yes, ma'am. Um, Tell me about that. Well, this how it happened. Um, well, since I've been dealing with my disability, I haven't been more um, sexually involved with him at that time. And, um, you know, it, it brings my sex drive down a little bit by me dealing with my um, disability. And Cedric feels the need if, um, if, I, if I ain't nobody showing him you know, affection in the area, he goes out and he go get it on his own. Have you caught him at it? Um, I, he had to be honest with me because he he lied to me first and mm -hmm. told me that it was it wasn't like that until I kept calling his phone. He don't answer his phone for me. Um, when he leave with his um, partners and stuff, he doesn't answer his phone at all. And that particular day, I called him and called him and he, I fell asleep at my family member's house, and I'd be back home. And as soon as he got there, I said, uh-uh, you stay at night with some girl. My stomach already told me, let me know who. And he, from there, he thought someone told me. So mm -hmm. he just went on, like, okay, okay, I did it, and I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But that's how he, he came about. He had to be honest with me, because the face expression of how he came in, his vibe and everything, and then he wasn't smelling like home. Wasn't smelling like home. Wasn't smelling Mr. like home. Mr. Phelps, first, what, 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 what do you want to say about first that? First of all, that was around when we just knew each other for three years. That was the beginning of the relationship. Her eyes was not, was not that bad around that time. And it was her friends and, and, uh, that, that was keeping her out for a while. So I had ended up feeling neglected a little bit. And that's how that happened. That's it how wasn't. that happened. Yeah. It's, and, I'm you sorry. know, she, she said, you know... You're not trying hard enough because I wasn't, didn't believe in getting a job. I wasn't in there working. I wasn't a father. I just started being a father. So I had my faults and I messed up. Okay. Leveling up here, Mr. Mr. Phelps. Leveling up here. But my understanding is you say she cheated on you too. 
Did that happen, that Mrs. Phelps cheated on you? She never cheated on me. She just was saying it. Right. Like, she, to at hurt the you. time, she said, all right, you're not trying hard enough. I don't think this and I'll talk to a guy like three years into our relationship. And I felt like crap because I was broke and I felt like nobody wanted me. And, so, and she said that, and then come to find out, she said I was joking or something. So I don't know. You have I got, to find I got, out. I got it. I think I know what's going on here and I think I'm going to say what's going on here. How would you cope with your spouse becoming disabled after marrying them? Share your opinion on Twitter and Instagram at Divorce Court. Divorce Court will be right back. I was prepared not to like you at all. But I think I was wrong about that. I think you've been less than compassionate, less than your best husband self. I think you haven't understood her pain or tried to, but I also think you're coming from an environment where that was not demonstrated to you, and you're trying to get better bit by bit and piece by piece. And and you're not quite there yet, and I want to applaud you for that. I'm not going to just dig at you for the things that you haven't done. I want you to applaud for the leveling up that you have done. And I also want to applaud you for what you had said here today about your revelation about what she's going through having put those glasses on. Mrs. Phelps, I just love myself some you. I think you're strong. I think you're beautiful. I think you've stayed with them through this struggle, even though it had been difficult. I think you're a lot of the reasons that he's leveled up in this world. Because you're a good woman, and he knows you're a good woman, and he's trying to be a better man on your behalf. He's going to level up again after this Mm -hmm. today and try to be more compassionate and loving about this very difficult thing. And I, you know, I hold out hope now. I really... When I came out, I thought it just was going to be raggedy. (laughs) But it's not raggedy. You a strong, good woman that that a man wants to change for, and I think Mr. Phelps is just the man to do it. Am I right? Yes, ma'am. Then this matter is adjourned. Good luck to the both (laughs) of you. You were in her shoes for a moment there. How did that make you feel? I never looked at it. I I put nothing on my eyes to see. I never knew how it looked, so it was kind of the experience into her world. So, can we forgive him, and how will we move past this? I can forgive him, and we can move past it as long as he acknowledge me.